Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. We are doing another holiday short, week three of our holiday short series, and we are discussing the habits of uncluttered people. So for our third habit, we are talking about letting go. And this really is the linchpin, isn't it? It underpins everything Mm. that we talk about on this show. Um, And it's the habit of being able to declutter or de-own things easily or as you need to as you are required to de-own them that ability to actually let something go yeah so yeah this is you know one of the most important things and it's also probably quite a difficult one and I think a lot of people will say that their most difficult habit is the letting go but I'll I'll actually challenge them on that because I actually find that once if if letting go is your most difficult habit to break or if, sorry if hanging on to things is your most difficult habit to break then even if you look at all of the other habits that we're talking about to slow down what comes in you will have to let go less so you know this this is a habit that actually becomes easier when you um implement all the other habits does that make sense mm. yeah because <laughs> I felt like if I said that you're... in a really re- roundabout way your space in your home or your schedule um is only so big and if you are having to let go of things to feel comfortable in that space when you stop bringing stuff in um you take away 50 percent of the problem you know then it's only about getting rid of or letting go of the things that are in the space that no longer fit or don't work or overwhelm you um when you're not adding to that problem you're not having to do half the work as, you know, for the get rid of the things that are coming in as well as the things that are already there. So, um, yeah, yeah, it makes sense that if you work on the others, it kind of, they all join together and support each other. Yeah. Yeah. So this letting go habit. So uncluttered people are generally pretty good at letting go. They are, or they find it hard, but they've got good habits around it that have made it um, habitual or ritualistic rather than uh, a chore. So one of the categories that is difficult to let go is the category of sentimental possessions. So people that are uncluttered do have sentimental possessions. They still have attachment to those possessions. They still acquire them when people pass away or as they just go through their life. Um, but they have a habit of being able to discard any that um, don't help them meet their goals around their space management. So what they do is they tend to use a sample of sentimental belongings to meet their emotional needs rather than all of the sentimental belongings. Yeah, I remember one thing that you helped me out with really, really early on in the piece, probably even before we started recording together, which was around um, my the books that I kept that were my mum's favourite collection and the Maeve Binchy ones. Yeah, that's it. The Maeve Binchy ones. And you talked about, you know, this, the small selection or the sample. And I let go of 20 books and kept my mum's favourite book. And that one book still triggers the same memory and fondness and recollection of all of that as the 20 books did. But they, it just takes up a hell of a lot less space, you know? Yeah. 
And it's yeah. it's amazing that when you do that, and even if you want to do it in steps and try, if it's a, a vinyl collection, if you want to, you know, remove the bulk of it and keep a couple, and if you're only removing it to the attic to see how it feels and how you feel about it, you might find that mm. just keeping that sample is enough to give you the warm fuzzies that you don't need all of it. Um, and then once you you understand that it's okay, then you let go of the excess for good. Yeah. Uncluttered people also find lots of creative or different ways to remember people, places and times that aren't around stuff. So they might have used songs or sounds or, or scents or photographs or videos in order to remember things that they may have otherwise used an item to remember by, something by. Uh, so that can also help reduce the amount of clutter as well. To go along with letting go, quite often people that are uncluttered will be happy, well, maybe not happy, but are okay with the idea of being slightly inconvenienced. If they've let go of something that down the track they find they might need again, they are okay with the possibility of being inconvenienced to the point where they have to ask a friend to borrow it or even reacquire it. But they see the value in letting go and having Mm. that space and that they know that that is far higher value to them than the possibility of being inconvenienced down the track if that item is is needed again or, um, you know, there's, there's... something else comes up where they have to reacquire. They can they can weigh those two things and mm. still choose to let go. Yep. And they can also they're also quite good at accurately assessing the likelihood of that inconvenience happening, the likelihood of the thing being needed or not being needed as well. So there aren't there's no exaggeration in their mind around, you know, the possibility of needing something. They're actually quite good at being pretty accurate about, you know, okay, well, this is the likelihood that I will need it and then getting that that guess correct um, mm. and then being able to make the judgment on that correct assessment instead of an exaggerated or a fear-based exaggerated um, estimate. And then to go on from that a little bit as well is that quite often those uncluttered people are also quite okay or content with the idea that they might have to improvise occasionally, that having Mm. less means they don't have one of each item. Um, The thing that comes to mind in my head right now, because it's very um, pertinent, is the muffin trays. (laughs) Because I had a 12-hole muffin or cupcake tray in Australia and a six-hole one. The six-hole was like the big muffins and the 12 one was like your smaller typical cupcake size. And I was like, I do not need to bring both with me to the US. So I just brought the muffin one. And I vowed that I would not replace the cupcake one. So if we're making cupcakes, I still use the muffin tray. I just put smaller patty pans in and Mm. do a smaller volume. And it just takes me twice as long because I have six in at a time instead of 12. But I'm okay with that because I know the space in that drawer is is worth the inconvenience of having to take twice as long cooking my cupcakes, you know, and it's, I'm okay with the improvising. Um, And it's, but you extrapolate that out, not just for your muffin tray, but for clothes in your wardrobe and possibly not having 
a pair of shoes to go with every belt or every outfit combination that you can improvise with what shoes you you have a smaller selection of them and you know and then you extrapolate that out to bed linen and decor and christmas decorations and you know if people are happy to improvise and content with the idea that that will pop up occasionally and they'll have to do that they're going to own a whole lot less stuff yep exactly Uh, Another thing that uncluttered people do as a habit is they assign a value to their belongings not based on what they paid for it. So that means that they're not keeping things just because they paid a lot of money for it. They are actually not keeping things – well, they are actually keeping things because they provide great value to them. And therefore, those things that provide lower value to them are more likely to be able to be easily discarded because the cost – isn't a part of their consideration in the decision to let something go. And going on from that, neither is guilt or obligation. If someone has given them something and they feel obligated to keep it or they feel guilty if they let it go, um, people make peace with those feelings and let go anyway. Um, mm. So they're basically they're, they're very clear and have great clarity around the usefulness and functionality of items and then let those other factors, the price, the guilt, the obligation, all of that stuff go um, and put put themselves and their needs and um, the needs of their space first. And it makes it so much easier to be able to part with things when you've got that clarity. Yeah. And sort of moving on from guilt or obligation is, you know, when you are, when you do keep something out of guilt or obligation, what you're doing is you are taking on the emotions or the problems of somebody else that you don't actually need to. So if you worry about what somebody else is going to think, if you discard something, what you're doing is you are taking on their emotional response to that as your own emotional response to that, which is actually unnecessary because you're not responsible for other people's feelings on things and you shouldn't have to take that on. And if you asked 99% of the people that have given you gifts they would not want you to keep something that you did not love or need Mm. or find useful in some way. No one wants to give the gift of obligation or guilt. So Mm. I certainly don't, and I would rather my friends or my family keep something because they love it and they use it than keep something because they're worried about how I might react if I find out Mm. they didn't keep it because that's the last thing I would want to burden people with. So if you put yourself in their shoes that it is highly unlikely, firstly, that they'll ever find out that you didn't keep it, but also that they would react in a negative way. Yeah. I do. I honestly do think, though, that there are people out there who accidentally put that guilt on and they do it because they themselves would feel that guilt. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So there are some people that you're like, well, if I get rid of this, I'm going to hurt that person's feelings and you know that you'll probably hurt that person's feelings because they probably told you in other ways that their feelings might get hurt because they might have complained that someone else did that thing you know that they got rid of that or whatever so you kind of know what this person's like but what you are doing again is taking responsibility for somebody else's feelings and you know how they feel about what you do with your thing shouldn't actually be a factor I know it is sometimes but if you can try and separate that out and say you know I'm not responsible for the way that person feels about this possession of mine. 
I need to be, you know, careful that I keep that separate. So it, it can be hard though because some people can make you feel bad, yeah. And we've mostly talked about physical objects when we're talking about letting go, but you also have to think about how that might play out in terms of relationships and letting go of relationships. And, again, we've talked previously on the show about toxic relationships and friendships um, and how to let them go and some of the conversations you might have. But generally people that are uncluttered um, mentally and emotionally are people that are okay with letting go of relationships that are no longer serving them or, or adding value. And that's not in a selfish way. That's just they work out the people that are valuable in their life and the people that take from them in a negative way um, or reduce the, their joy or experience um, and are okay with, with separating themselves from those people. Yeah, and the people that provide drama. Mm. I clearly I see drama as clutter and as soon as there is a lot of drama, I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want to declutter that you know, very, very quickly. So if there are people in your life that bring drama to you uh, that complicates your life, then, you know, have a think about that. So that winds up habit number three, which is letting go. So uh, we talked about how uncluttered people uh, have the habit of being able to let go of both physical items and other non physical items so again come and chat with us in the facebook community group about this if you wanted to want to know more or simply discuss it and we will see you here again with our next habit next week thanks for joining us we'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered if you'd like to connect with us you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media, or on our own websites at rebeccamazino.com.au and basklifecoaching.com.